the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. At that time, Jesus came to Jericho and intended to pass through the town. Now a man there named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector, and also a wealthy man, was seeking to see who Jesus was. But he could not see him because of the crowd, for he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus, who was about to pass that way. When he reached the place, Jesus looked up and said, Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. And he came down quickly and received him with joy. When they all saw this, they began to grumble, saying, He has gone to stay at the house of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Behold, half of my possessions, Lord, I shall give to the poor. And if I have extorted anything from anyone, I shall repay it four times over. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a descendant of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save what was lost. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. A once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. The adrenaline builds. You play these scenarios over and over again in your mind of how it's going to go. You get a little insider information from a security guard, so you position yourself well. Everything is set and you're waiting. And when the moment comes, you see him coming right towards you. And when he comes to walk by, he goes straight to a baby. <laughs> you have this anticipation and it falls short. As a seminarian, I was like, come on, dude, you're acting like you've never seen a baby before. And, and what happened was when we find this opportunity for stardom or, or a desire to reach out to someone, something that we've always had, I think the more important that someone is, the greater the disappointment when it doesn't go the way we want it to go. That was the case for me because this person that was walking by, I mean, I was like from here to the microphone to him. And it was like, well, he's, I guess maybe I was a little disappointed because he is the only pope on earth and uh, he is the vicar of Christ, the visible head of Christ on earth. So kind of a big deal. But when there's something important that we have our anticipation set up for, and it doesn't go our way, we can feel slighted, even if it was, in my case, because of a baby. <laughs> there's a desire amongst all of us to reach out, but I think what we're reminded today is that although we may feel this exact same way in our desire to search, to reach out for, and to find Christ, it doesn't have to be that way. It's not that way, because Christ doesn't pick and choose. We're reminded of that in all of our readings today. As the psalmist said, The Lord is good to all. He is compassionate toward all His works. God loves us, and He came to save all of us. And the psalmist continues, Even those who are following, falling, and He raises up all who are bowed down. The author of our first reading echoes that same sentiment. 
Because the author of wisdom says, The Lord and lover of souls spares all things because they are his. And in the gospel today, with the story of Zacchaeus, we see that Christ has that same desire for us. The good news is, is that we don't have to go to Jericho to experience it. It was the fall of 2009. I was a junior at K-State studying architecture. And if you don't know this yet, students, um, moms always call at exactly the wrong time. <laughs> I had walked out of, out of studio, typical Sunday night phone call. I was talking to my mom. And I was trying to think of the best kind of case scenario, like what I could draw here for similarities. Because we were right across from the student union. And with an enrollment almost four times the size of Pitt State's, I guess the closest thing I could come up with was the amount of foot traffic on a Wednesday afternoon going through the Oval. I was out on the phone with my mom. Everything was going fine and dandy and unrecollected. Honestly, I'd never thought about this. I don't know where it came from. I find myself telling mom, hey, I've got great roommates. I've got good friends. I've got people love to be in studio with me. People want to work on my crew at work, but I feel lonely. And for those of you who are familiar with VHS, it was one of those, like wanting to rewind, bring that back, because as a man, I never thought I would admit something like that. And as a tear began to well up in my eye, I did what any good guy would do, and I tried to avert the situation as my mom was like, do I need to come up there? Do I need to send you cookies? Right? I didn't want people walking by to think that I just couldn't handle a breakup or something. So I, I, I went over, I got off the phone, I laid down in this little grassy area and looked up at the stars, and my first question was, Derek, what the heck is going on? And from deep within, for the very first time in my life, I heard, Derek, I've been waiting for you 21 years of your life. Come to me, and you will not be lonely. It was at that moment that my life began to change. Because it was that, that moment that I realized that the God that I knew about, that all this knowledge that I had of, of God and of the church and, and of what she says was not really what I needed to know. It was at that moment that I realized that God, who I thought I knew, was actually longing to have a personal relationship with me. The very God that broke into my life at that moment let me know that not only was my search for him satisfied in some way, but that all the while he was actually searching for me. Jesus Christ is searching for you. Are you looking for him? Have you climbed the sycamore tree, so to speak? Because like Zacchaeus in the gospel today, you know, he was a man of ill repute. He was a tax collector. I don't know if you understand what that means. He was hated. Not only do we hate paying taxes today, but back then, in order to get their wage, they would charge extra. They would skim money off the top for themselves. And the worst part was they were protected by the Roman Empire. So he hears that Jesus is coming. He's heard about Jesus. So he climbs this tree. What nobleman, what wealthy man would humiliate themselves and climb a tree? But he was desperate for stardom. He was desperate, I would say, for his salvation. And so Zacchaeus goes up, and what happens? But Jesus comes to him, and he calls him by name. 
and speaks to him. Sometimes, I think, in our own life, it takes doing something that other people wouldn't find as normal in order to facilitate this encounter with the person of Jesus Christ. All of us, myself included, are willing to look goofy in our sins, but we lack the courage of Zacchaeus to do something for Christ. And whether we're wealthy or poor, whether we are virtuous or we are steeped in sin, whether we're well-connected or, like Zacchaeus, have few friends, the Lord comes, as we hear at the end of the Gospel, to seek and to save the lost. He comes for all of us. When the question arose in my own heart, I allowed myself to stay up in that tree. I stuck with it. I didn't run from that very question to which Jesus Christ is the answer. And so I'm not encouraging you to go out there and climb trees on campus. I'm not even encouraging you to go out into the oval and lay down and look up at the stars hoping for some answer. No, I'm encouraging you to look for Jesus Christ. Look for Him when He passes by, and when those questions arise in your heart, be willing to wait for Him and the answer. And when He does speak, be ready to respond. Because for Zacchaeus, he wasn't just satisfied with the fact that he saw Jesus and Jesus called him by name. But it says that he got down from the tree and received him joyfully and invited him into his home. After my experience, my encounter with Christ on that fall night, I knew that something was going to change. I didn't know how. I didn't know what. I just knew that Christ desired to be in a personal relationship with me. Jesus Christ did that for Zacchaeus 2,000 years ago. He did it for me, 13, and he desires to do it, if he hasn't already, in the lives of each and every person in this chapel. Brothers and sisters, Jesus is looking for you, no matter your past. He desires to rescue all of us, and he desires for you to respond generously. This is what stewardship is. The grateful response of a Christian disciple who's recognized Christ, who understands their need to be saved and desires to respond with the entirety of who they are. And the way we facilitate this encounter, the way that we thank the Lord is number one through prayer. The same place we encounter Him is the same place we can go back to thank Him. Secondly, your call will be different than mine. Christ calls each and every one of us in a specific way for a specific mission. And he doesn't ask you to respond like the person next to you, but in your own unique way, recognizing the gifts that he has given to you. And third and finally, like Zacchaeus, yeah, part of stewardship is to give financially. But notice what Zacchaeus gave. <laughs> yeah, he gave from the money that he extorted people. Jesus Christ desires you to be a steward of his mercy, to even give back your own sins to him. This is the truth and the beauty of what the Lord is calling us to. And so an encounter with Christ is sometimes a, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. But for all of us, take advantage of that opportunity. Provide opportunities and situations in your own life where that can take place. For each and every one of us, I encourage you, make time this week to open your heart up to the Lord, day by day. For the students, the deadline is this week for our core core heart-to-heart retreat this next weekend. And for the SEEK conference, 
January 2nd through 6th. The early bird deadline is tomorrow. For me, it wasn't just the ticket to the papal audience that gave me the chance to see Pope Francis. No, I had to respond. I had to go. I had to listen for the cues. I had to put myself in a position to even be that close to him. And the same is true for us in our relationship with Christ. You are called. Look for him. And when you hear him calling you, respond generously. Come down and be drawn closer to his most sacred heart.